Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. On this thirsty Thursday, May 25th, 2023, inching our way to a nice Memorial Day weekend, but we've got a lot of entertainment news to get to you today on Bachelor Rush Hour. begin where do we even begin we have so much content some of which we covered on today's youtube channel our featured clip of the day is going to be becca martinez and she found a troll who posted some crazy things in her instagram dms and realized that the troll posted them while being at work so she messaged the troll's hr department we love when we see this so that's gonna be our featured clip at the end the second half of this podcast but so much to get to that we didn't cover on the youtube channel today the first being katie thurston you know we've re- we've reported that she's on only feet which is like only fans but for the toes and you know there's a you know i guess there's a fe- you know there's a fetish out there some people like feet some don't i personally not to shame those that enjoy the feet it for me feet are a vehicle both pun intended and not intended here they're a vehicle to get us where we need to go and um i just like my vehicle is 20 years old uh my toyota my feet are not looking any better they are beat to hell so i would not make a career on only feet but katie has uh done well on the on the only feet so someone asked her um how's it going someone says is it profitable and katie said i made ten thousand dollars in six weeks and then donated it all this weekend to a foundation called at AR 83 foundation. And that foundation helps create reading rooms throughout different boys and girls clubs. I am funding a reading room and would like to accept nominations for a boys and girls club in need of one. If you know a location who needs help, please nominate them. So good for Katie for using her clout uh, and gout to, to uh, no, using her clout to uh, to do some positivity out there. Now, Bachelor in Paradise news. We have a whole video about this, but we'll give you the spark notes. Clayton Eckerd reveals he will not be going on this season. Here he is. Speculation on the internet of whether or not I'm going to Paradise. I'm setting the record straight today. I am not, in fact, going. But what I am going to today is my first ever dance class. So wish me some luck. All right. Well, good luck with the waltz. Uh, and if anyone is going to paradise and they're looking to get that beach body ready to go, uh, Green Chef is our sponsor for the podcast today. It's the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Bring more flavor to your table this spring with Green Chef's wholesome elevated recipes featuring seasonal organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients. As you know, we tested out Green Chef. I mean, yeah, if there's an ingredient that needs a, a bell pepper, it gives you a bell pepper. You don't need to worry about them sending you too many bananas and going to go bad or 17 onions. You know, they're only going to give you whatever you need. Green Chef has options for every lifestyle, keto, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean. I'm doing the keto diet because your boy, your boy, he's got a little bit of a problem with sugar. Go to greenchef.com slash rush hour 60 and use code rush hour 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. The number one meal kit for eating well. All right, we're going to keep this party going and talk a little bit of Vanderpump. Uh, can you imagine? Are you all watching this? I can't re-explain Vanderpump, so if this isn't for you, just fast forward five minutes. But Vanderpump has a three-part reunion, and I'll tell you what, 
I, and I said this on the Up and Adam YouTube channel today. I did a live stream with them. Up and Adam covers mainly Bravo content. And uh, Bravo indeed. Well done. Slow clap to the editors for Vanderpump Rules. It's a chaotic reality show that clearly has a smaller budget than shows like Bachelor, but they're doing a better job of telling story. So in the reunion, there's a giant stage set up for, what, about eight or so cast members and Andy Cohen, who's like an executive producer, godlike fatherly figure who ties it all together. But you've got people fighting with each other left and right. What, what I loved about the reunion episode of Vanderpump Rules which is what they don't do on The Bachelor, is they showed the behind the scenes of Tom Sandoval leaving his trailer, walking to set, the PAs being like, we got Tom here, Tom's walking to set. They did private one-on-one so they could try to catch people in a lie. They really are innovating with the way that they are telling stories there. And I think The Bachelor could definitely learn a lot from the way Vanderpump is doing it, breaking down that fourth wall and sharing with the audience that why while there are scripted versions of reality TV, there's also a lot of real emotion happening here. Of course, we are referencing the main storyline. One of the biggest stories, probably actually, as far as impressions are concerned, the biggest story to ever hit um, reality TV is Tom Sandoval cheating on his longtime girlfriend, Ariana, with Raquel, who was Ariana's best friend. It was the perfect storm of destruction. And... Uh, the, the most fascinating part to me of the reunion, which is three parts, we've only watched part one, was that Andy Cohen interviewed them all separately to try to find out if they were all sharing the truth or maybe different sides of a story. So Tom Sandoval, and in the mean, meanwhile, the whole, I mean, I've said this, uh, no one, you know, the country hasn't been this unified, unified in 20 years, but um, everybody pretty much agrees that Tom Sandoval is in the wrong, obviously. He cheated on his girlfriend, and he tried to defend himself and this and that. But what I love is that Tom Sandoval is still taking cracks at everybody else because as Andy Cohen had said, look, just about everyone has cheated on everybody. Ariana hooked up with Tom Sandoval when he was with Kristen still. And, uh, I mean, you've got Lala hooked up with James and when, and James was with Raquel, but Raquel and James broke up and no. So it's just nonstop chaos. And I'm watching this going, Oh my gosh, you mean to tell me this has all existed for 10 seasons. And I, and I live, you know, several miles away, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe over the weekend, I'll go check out one of the, um, Vanderpump restaurants. I've got friends who work there at the, at the, as, bartenders at Pump, one of the Vanderpump restaurants. But it's a very fascinating look at drama within the restaurant industry amongst a friend group. And it's obviously heightened by the fact that it's in Los Angeles, which, you know, attracts a a level of douchebaggery and um, deceit and people looking out to get their own fame and fortune. And all of that really has provided this perfect recipe for chaos. But my hope is with all of it, as we continue to watch this all play out, is that Tom Sandoval, once he feels like he's at the bottom and quits digging, they always say, once you hit rock bottom, quit digging. Uh, quit digging yourself in that hole, Tom. But my hope is that he can get some sort of retribution, if that's the right word, some sort of reemergence and learn a little bit and break the cycle of all of the drama and chaos around his life. We know Ariana is already doing that. She's got 
so many different brand deals from SoFi Financial and Kane, Ch- uh, what's it called? Um, Kane, whatever it is. Uh, uh, Sir, Raising Kane, is that the name of it? Sounds like a rom-com. Either way, she's she's thriving and she should be. So she's monetizing the hell out of this breakup. But anyway, th- those are my Vanderpump thoughts. What do you guys think? Are you guys watching it? Um, ways in which Vanderpump could be improved from The Bachelor would be to have a live studio audience. Maybe not in the room with the people, but maybe a live studio audience reacting because I feel like when we watch this at home, we're like yelling at the TV and stuff and we want some company to do that with us. So either way, just an absolutely wild story and still two weeks away from the reunion being over. And as we know, after the reunion, Tom Sandoval gave an interview on Howie Mandel. We we covered this yesterday, but Ariana gave an interview on Call Her Daddy. So it's just, it's going to be a story that pretty much spills into the next season and, and will probably be a long time before the reckoning is over. If you enjoy laughter and not drama... Please check me out. I've got stand-up shows coming up Monday, uh, Memorial Day. Actually, I didn't realize. I'm going to be flying to Nashville to do a podcast. Uh, More about that later because we'll have to make sure everything goes off without a hitch. But I will be there for a podcast, and I'm going to be trying to do some Driving with Dave's. I reached out to Jed. I thought he would be a very fascinating person to talk to, of course, from Hannah Brown's season. He's actually out of town, so he can't do it. I've reached out to some other people. But we'll, we'll have a Driving with Dave coming and I've got uh, tomorrow will be the uh, episode where I, sh- I give you my long uh, and very, very deep conversation with Jess Ambrose. Uh, so make sure, please make sure if you haven't caught any of my Driving with Dave's that you catch that. It was a fantastic conversation. Really proud at how the audio and video and everything has come out. So anyway, I'll be in Nashville Monday night for a stand-up show. You can get tickets. Um, go to Zany's Comedy Club uh, in Nashville. They're like $10 tickets for the Monday night show. I'm working on all this new material for you guys. Actually, tomorrow night, Friday night, I've got a show in Los Angeles, so hit me up on Instagram if you want tickets to that show. And next week, June 6th, I've got a show at New York Comedy Club. I'll have shows all week long in New York Comedy Club that week of June 6th. Go check that out. Other dates coming up, Seattle, um, Arizona, Denver, uh, Hartford, Connecticut, uh, maybe Worcester, Mass., maybe Boston, Mass. So lots of good stuff there. We'll be checking all that out. Before I get to your featured clip of the day, which is a fascinating one, let's take a quick moment and hear about a word from our sponsors. We're back, and here is Becca Martinez fighting back at the destructive trolls in her DMs. Always making the headlines in the Bachelor world. Well, she had someone reach out to her and say some nasty things. She pretty much explains the whole story here, so let's have a listen. Sorry, I was going to give an update last night, but I passed out with the kids at like 8 o'clock. Okay, so for those who don't know, basically this woman sent me probably the most vile messages I've ever received on social media, totally unprompted. By the way, if Becca Martinez says these are the most vile messages she's ever received, they have to be bad because we know Becca has received some hate in the past. She's had um, child protective services called on her, right? She's had people threaten to, you know, crazy things. It was actually after me just like posting a dime ad and then like it just got crazy. Anyway, like just use your imagination, like the worst thing, like, you know, I hope that 
you know, the unborn baby in your room, womb, this happens to it, and this happens to it, and you better watch out, da-da-da-da-da. Anyway, this is off Not A Burner account, and so... The thing is, is like people were asking why I didn't report it to the police because this girl is like a sorority girl who has a marketing job on the East Coast. And yeah, she was trying to get a rise out of me. Don't think she's actually going to do anything to my family. Anyway, I found where she works and I just sent an email to the HR being like, hey, just want to make you aware like one of your employees was sending these disturbing and threatening messages to me during like work day hours. If so, let me tell you guys this, if I ever hire somebody and they work from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. or whatever, and you find out that they're sending you crazy messages during work hours, let me know. Yeah, that that's a good that's a good way to put it. Anyone can send any message they want, but it's like, um, excuse me. Uh, Jill is sending me these harassing messages while she's working for you. So maybe you want to run that up the chain and talk to her about that. Like throughout her, her work day. And she's somebody who her like part of her thing is like public communications. It says all that on her LinkedIn. Um, and it was definitely her because yeah. Anyway, the, the states listed on her Instagram bio and the education listed on her Facebook, all of Teresa in the comment section on Patreon says, good, it's time to fight back. That's the most American thing that you can do is fight back on the trolls. And yeah, Becca did her due diligence. She found the person on LinkedIn. She's doing it. She's doing exactly. And we're going to go back to what Becca says to finish the thought here. She's doing exactly what Brianna Media did. We covered this story. She found the identity of 200 of her cyber bullies. And here's what Brianna Media did. And it's wide as I need to go because I'm going to make sure everyone knows what this has been like. And I'm going to make sure anyone who ever wants to leave another nasty anonymous comment thinks twice. So then here she goes and she sh and yeah, so I covered this already when I was in Bali here, but she says, without further ado, here's a few of the people who effed around and are about to find out. And it caused quite a stir because you know, when we hear about trolls, we just think of some crazy person in the basement. These are nurses and teachers and people that just work in society that clearly have issues unresolved and they take them to people's DMs and good on Becca for calling that out. All of that matched up with LinkedIn and it was a unique name. So it was definitely her. So, so they got back to me and they were like, um, we'll investigate this immediately. Like, please send all screenshots and whatever, whatever. Um, and so I did, and then I just didn't hear back from them. So, sorry, this is super disappointing update, but I'm guessing that they're just not gonna pursue anything with it, which is fine. I actually, like, as I was sending the screenshots of all that, I was like, is it in, am I... I don't know. I was like, am I the arbiter of justice? Like, yes. Should I? Yeah. Be Place those boundaries. If someone, if someone is that egregious where they want to say real hurtful things to you, come at them. Trying to take like, is it my job to hold this person accountable? I don't know if I really think that. And I was like, you know, am I the keeper of karma? Like, Maybe I just got to trust the universe is going to handle it. So to be honest, it was kind of giving me anxiety after I sent everything to the HR person. And so now I'm just kind of like, you know what? All right. That is what it is meant to be. 
And I got to learn to just like let someone, I mean, it would be different if she was like working in childcare, then I'd probably be like, okay, no, this person is saying really scary things about kids. Like this person really, I actually am concerned that this person is working with kids, but let go and let God, as they say. <laughs> Granted that, that Gray and I both were like, well, yeah, we would some, want someone to tell us if our employee on company time was harassing people on the internet, saying like really scary things. So I don't know. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I think I, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. And I'll say this, Becca, it's not your job to fight back. But if you have a free minute, maybe you're in line waiting to go to the dentist and you want to absolutely like don't make it your identity and your life's purpose to fight all of them. But if you see someone and they blatantly want to disrespect you and say crazy things like that, I say go for it. There's a lot of hate out there. You know, Chriselle on this current season of Selling Sunset, she's getting in a fight with Nicole. And, you know, I, I hate to be on Chriselle's side side because for the most part I haven't really liked Chriselle's attitude towards a lot of issues but again it's this it's a show where you know who knows what's going on out there she had to post this it's been brought to my attention that Nicole's camp is reportedly receiving death threats um, so she had to like tell people to like hey quit being crazy it's almost futile to discuss this ad nauseum because people are being crazy but good friend of the show taylor lautner who's married to taylor lautner that's right his wife has the same name as him both named taylor lautner had put had, had commented about the hate he's been receiving and what's interesting i'm going to share this with you one of the people that sent him hate uh, left a comment and that's what's annoying is usually when you expose someone's hate they immediately feel bad because they're just seeking attention because they're hurt people and there's just always it's like you can't you know, it's almost like there's a hundred thousand hecklers and for everyone that you shut up, another one just pops up in its place. And it's almost like a never ending zombie, apo zombie apocalypse. Hey guys. Um, spread love. I just got back from a run. I was feeling, uh, I was feeling really good about myself. Um, you know, trying to stay healthy, both physically and mentally. Um, and I felt compelled to share something with you because when I got back from that run, I hopped on Instagram. Um, I, I read a post, um, from last week when Tay and I were in New York to do press about the squeeze and we went on this show, um, and they recently posted about it and I was going through the comments and it brought up old, um, feelings and memories. Why? Okay, so, uh, I think Caitlin Bristow had this quote, when you search for negative things about yourself, you'll find it. So of course he found some negative comments his way. I don't look through comments. Um, but I'm in a different place now. Um, and I just felt compelled to, to share this with you. So I'm going to, I'm going to play a little, I'm going to show you the comments and then I'll be right back. So we'll get to those comments right after a quick word from our sponsors. So he showed these comments of people, you know, making fun of him. Someone said not aging well. Right. And then he actually pinned 
um, with a comment from the person who said not aging well, and they apologized. I don't know if I can find it out here. Um, uh, oh, here it is. The this this person right here. So this was a different comment. Someone said uh, they they you know the, they were one of the people that sent him hate right here. Someone said he did not age well. By the way, he's thirty one. He looks great. Someone says, "Damn, he looks like trash." Wait, he looks so old. WTF happened? So this person who called him old responded, "Hey Taylor Lautner, I think it's good that you called me out. I should have expressed myself." differently and I never meant to hurt you in any way. I never meant to hurt you. Shut up. The reason I wrote this was really because it made me realize that I aged as well because I grew up with you seeing you in my TV. When I see actors I used to watch grow old, it reminds me of my own age. I deeply apologize and will watch my words in the future. I know they can harm a lot. I wish you nothing but happiness. And I believe he responded or or, or, or pinned it. And um, yeah, you know, it's just it just goes to show it sucks that you have to expose individuals. I think the way Becca did that is good. It's like, if you want to come for someone directly into the, into their DMS, call them out. Now, what I want to, what I want to, um, what I personally want to have someone lose their job. No. Um, but you know, Becca raises a good point. If you're a business owner, you want to make sure your employees are not, uh, harassing other people in in during their work time at the very least anyway here are the, here are the lautners right here that's taylor lautner on the left and taylor lautner on the right oh no hold on i have it wrong that's on the right it's taylor lautner on the left that's taylor lautner the people I love this this is good morning we love people. you guys yes. first couple because you said you actually watch, watch our show. show oh yeah I, I wake up before him and i put it on and have my coffee oh, Tay? every morning Did out of the people. All right, so there they are. Hey, he's looking great. He's 31 years young, but of course, you're just never going to please everyone. I actually, I get really annoyed at people that comment on celebrity. Oh, he's aged poorly. You know what I mean? People will say Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, right? Uh, people say he, he's, oh, he looks terrible. Whatever. The dude's like 99 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. He's had to like steal the blood of the youth, to, you know, to, you know, whatever, uh, allegedly. Uh, but he's, you know, he's, uh, you know, whatever. You know, oh, he he looks so terrible. He's 60. You creep. Put on some sunblock and don't stare into the sun. You know what I mean? So anyway, good on Becca for calling out the crazy trolls. You've got my endorsement. Keep it going. And by the way, she didn't share the name, the person's name publicly. She could have done that. I always say this, and we've, we've, we've had this discussion with Brianna Media. Uh, we've covered this extensively. If somebody, if somebody's information, who they are, I don't consider it doxing. Doxing is when you share someone's address and their phone number. But if uh, Billy Joel 727 wants to leave a comment and I know who that person is, I'm going to, I'm going to out them and be like, you know what? This is who this is. This is, they want, they want to leave trash on my page. I want you guys to know who this person is. Stand by your words. If you're going to say something, stand by it or cower. Either way, you're going to receive the karma that exists out there. Spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. And I guess that's what Becca's doing here. It's spreading love because it's saying, I just don't stand for that. And again, the other option is to just let it go. But I think it's well within your right to fight back. 
Also, don't forget, if you haven't listened already, I did Reality Steve's podcast yesterday, so you can go check out that full interview. Always like talking to Reality Steve here. He's uh, been on Driving with Dave. I've probably done his podcast. I don't know if I've set the record yet, but I've probably done his podcast five, six, seven times. And as exhausting as it is to make so much content and also do other people's podcasts like his and then up in Adam's live stream, I think it's just a great way to cross-promote. And all I'm trying to do here is get as many eyes and earballs on my channel. One of the ways you guys can help out here on this free podcast is to make sure to subscribe and hit the follow button if you haven't already, but really double check and see if you have left us a review on the Apple Podcast app or on Stitcher or on Spotify, wherever you listen. Uh, if you have an iPhone, just go into the Apple Podcast app, search Bachelor Rush Hour, and then just leave a nice five-star review. If you have any critical opinions that you would like fixed or worked on or have any advice you'd like to give. Constructively speaking, you can always slide into my DMs. I'm pretty reasonable at responding to those. Just let's keep it kind, folks. I think that's what we need more in life is less anonymity and more kindness, more eye-to-eye kindness as we remember we're all trying the best with the information we have. All right. Well, until tomorrow where we launch our next episode of Driving with Dave, that's going to do it for me. Have a good one, everybody. This has been Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.